you are a grown human being. But just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. One more gamers to one more game podcast. This is uh, episode thirty-five. Push that up, if you will. Push it up all the way. And uh, it is the seventh of December, twenty twenty-two. I am your host, The Stroke, here with the birthday boy himself. Finally, once again, I'm Pickle Matt. What's up, dude? Hey, happy bir- buddy! Happy birthday! Oh, thanks. Glad happy to be back. birthday. You also heard there, Swift Mida. Swift, what's going on? Happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays, buddy. Happy to be here, as always. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's good to have all three of us back. It's been a minute, but uh, we're happy to share the in the festivities that is gaming and the holidays. Uh, if you missed us all, we're back. And thank you for joining us in the chat. Nana, Improper Pearl Clutcher, Craig the Ghost with a three-month sub there what a guy just on a roll and uh we're we're happy to have you guys as always in the chat and if you'd like to join us every wednesday night at 9 p.m central you can do so at twitch.tv slash omg podcast if you're listening abroad but yeah let's get right into it boys let's get into the gaming news for the week All right, gents, a game that all three of us were hooked on like crack at one point is offering you a free, what they're calling the Coliseum update, available as of today. It offers uh, multiplayer PvP bloodbaths and arenas all around. There's one in Limgrave, one in Kaelid. Rizzo has also resubbed for three months. What a monster. Uh, Our original OG. And uh, also in Lendell. Also, you can get new hairstyles, boys. I don't know if that's something I ever thought I wanted in that game, but uh, what? You... It's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think, dudes? You gonna get back in there and check this stuff out? We can we can go three v three arenas, just like you predicted, Swift, in the Coliseum. I I knew it. See, I called it. Prisoner, Mage, and uh, Samurai. That sounds like a pretty good combo, boys. Lethal, yeah, lethal. I'll um, tell you what, though. I... I would get destroyed. I have not picked that game up in a while. I'd be trying to dodge with the wrong button. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't picked it up either for a while, but I have been on chat with Easy and Tyler or Tigar. Um and they are absolutely loving the game. Easy has actually streamed it a couple times on Discord so I could tell them like where to go and where to find cool things. Oh nice. Um they they have since passed me as far as level is concerned. But the problem <laughs> like the I guess the cool thing slash the problem with doing the mod thing with Elden Ring is they can't use Ashes of War. Oh. So first and foremost, kind of a problem, right? Because my Ash of War does <laughs> all my tanking for me. All the work. Um, But it is kind of cool because they can, they literally encountered a giant, I don't know, a week and a half ago. And one would die, the other would stay alive, but the encounter would keep going. So it is kind of, I mean, it is easy mode as far as, uh, so to speak, I guess. So then the other guy just runs from the spawn and from back. the side of grace and joins back in the battle. Oh. Yeah. I used to do that I'm in not, Halo and Halo campaign. I'm not judging. Legendary, but yeah, I'm not judging, but it it does give me the itch to see them in there. I need, I I know I've said it a couple times, so I need to get back in. I think I think watching people play that game would make would really make my addiction level go skyrocket through the roof again, you know? Yeah. Just yeah. all the cool cool places you can go. But uh, props to From Software for uh, putting out a free update that gives uh, cosmetics with no V-Bucks or any fake currency required. Never before seen or done yeah, no by kidding. any video game company. What a company. Well, all right. I think I'm going to have to get in there. Here's the problem I'm going to run into. I've been playing three games that require dodging as a main mechanic in the game. Elden Ring, God of War, and Tunic. And they all have different buttons to do so, so I'm going to be <laughs> struggling. Uh, I synced up my God of War dodge with Elden Ring, and like I think... I forgot who was, I think Butter Toast was talking about it. I think game developers really know, they really think about what they put as a dodge. And I'm way less good at God of War, but it took way less getting used to by switching that button. Yeah, so they, make, okay. they make their decisions for a reason, but uh, yeah, you know, you know better. You're the gamer. I know better. Well, all right, let's move on. Microsoft has, uh, they've made a commitment, just like we all have, uh, but it's a 10-year commitment they promised to bring Call of Duty series, the franchise, to Nintendo, which is very strange, as well as leaving Call of Duty on Steam for the foreseeable future. The thing I read to, into most about this article was that they didn't say a damn word about PlayStation. So uh, what do you guys think? Is this just like them trying to satisfy the Federal Trade Commission or what's going on here? Or is it Free Trade Commission? can't remember. I, I think it has... Like, yeah, probably a lot, uh, at least a little bit to do with that. I also can't, I don't know, maybe I'm old school and like to play on a big screen, whether it be computer or a console, like an actual console where you're playing on a TV. I can't imagine playing COD on a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Dude, I played Fortnite because I was TDY in Alaska once and I brought my Switch and I tried to play Fortnite and it was just god awful. I was yeah. getting my cheeks clapped by eight year olds that were building so fast. 
Yeah, I tried to play Apex when we were at that wedding, Swift, on this bad boy. Yeah, and, on the... And, I mean, this yeah. thing even has a really nice large screen, but it still doesn't feel great. Yeah. Well, especially if you're used to, you know, first-person shooters on keyboard mouse, and you hop into that the gargantuan controllers of the yeah. Steam Deck, and you're just like, I don't know exactly. what to do with my hands. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know that... Uh... I knew that Microsoft offered a 10-year contract with Sony, but it it sounds like it's a totally separate thing from this. So it, they were it almost seemed like they were like handing the olive, olive branch to Nintendo and saying like "F you, Sony!" Like you got to play with us if you want to, so to speak, if you want to have Call of Duty. Right. Or, or maybe uh, it's the opposite. Maybe it's we offered Sony a 10-year contract, like you said, and then they said, you know what? Let's do it with the Nintendo too. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I, to me, it's it, it does definitely seem like trying to be like, hey, it's fine. Let the deal go through. Everything. Look, look, we're playing nice with everyone. And look, we're even going to put Call of Duty on Nintendo. That doesn't happen, but uh, yeah. Can Can you imagine sitting on your couch, like relaxed, laid back, your switches on the dock? And you just have these two things here in your hands, 12 feet away, trying to play Call of Duty. I the feel like I would screw that up so wholesale. Do you not have a pro controller? For what? Switch? The Switch. I don't. No, no. Yeah, the pro controller is pretty decent, but it's still... I Remember, I would have the Switch directly in front of my face with the uh, headboard <laughs> holder. Yeah, yeah, that's it's right. story. Uh <laughs> Here's what something we're not really thinking of, though, is that Switch is the most owned console in America, right? So now all of a sudden Warzone's on that bad boy, and now you got 300 million more sweaties coming after you every day. So I don't know. It could be good for the, all, the games. could be bad. All about that money. Mm -hmm. Got to make that money. Well, there you have it. This uh, the never-ending saga of Microsoft's deal acquisition of Activision Blizzard uh, continues, and we'll continue to bring you updates. All right, guys, we talked about this uh, in our Discord, but Star Wars Eclipse is Quant Quantic Dream, the company that makes Detroit become human. Uh, they're describing that Star Wars game as their most ambitious project and very different from Detroit Become Human. Uh, have you guys seen much about this game so far? I've seen a, a couple of uh, kind of gameplay things, but looks very story-focused, kind of dialogue-focused. Uh, but they promise that it's not going to be Detroit Become Human with Star Wars skins in it. Uh, what are your thoughts here? Yeah. I've only seen a couple of videos on it. It looks like uh, they're kind of waiting to do the full reveal for a little bit later. But uh, we've seen devs promise things and just be completely lying out their ass before. <laughs> um, so that could be what's happening right now. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt until I see more about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I haven't seen much about this, so not. Not really privy to say this, much. This company is definitely more involved in heavy drama, story-focused, player, or character emotional kind of stories. 
Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a much slower pace if they you know if they kind of stick to their their roots. But um, they're. I also remember in E three wasn't there a big thing like a very emotional like f everything was face realistic and right they really right they really captured a lot of the uh, unreal human like face stuff going on yeah should be, I don't should know be if, at least I, a good game to check out it's hard to screw up star wars nowadays but i don't know how much star wars lends itself to that kind of mood but we've seen disney do some different things with star wars that works actually okay and we've seen them do terrible things with it too so speaking of which i guess andor would kind of fall into this category have you guys watched this thing i sure have no spoilers. I've been trying to watch it for a while, but I keep getting sucked into uh, Peripheral. And okay. All right. Hold on. Have you finished Peripheral? I have. Yeah. Is it over? Is was that What'd the last? Think? Was that the last episode? I was disappointed by the last episode, but I do know that they need to continue making seasons. But the entire the show in its entirety, I I loved. Okay. Changing gears. Tazy or. Yeah, you've seen Andor? I have not. I've I've tried multiple times to watch it, and I fall asleep every time. Okay. What episode are you on? One. <laughs> well, all right. You got to get past the initial couple, initial okay. few, we'll call it. Andor is, other than, um, what's the one where they dive on the moon with the shield? They dive on the moon with the shield. Uh, yeah, the, I don't know. Halo. Oh, uh, where the Ewoks with the Ewoks? No. I mean, there might be Ewoks. Anyways. Oh, on the on the on the cold planet, off. I no. Oh. I keep. I'm thinking of like one of the spinoffs. Oh God. Um. Is it Rogue One? Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Rogue One. Ro Rogue One is the best thing to happen uh, to Star Wars in the last 20 years. Okay, Andor is better, in my opinion. Mandalorian is okay. way better than any of those. No. Uh, and Dude, Andor's story is so good. Really? It's amazing. Okay. What it, I'll take Rogue your word. I'm going to get after it. by far the best Star Wars movie to come out in the last 20 years. True. I mean, it's better than episode one, two, and three as well. But it's and Andor, Andor is the precursor, essentially, to Rogue One. Okay. So maybe I'll watch Rogue One again, and then I'll get in there. Oh, dude, it's so good. Okay, I don't what know. What were we talking about? Oh, Star Wars oh, stuff. Detroit okay. Become human. Yeah. <laughs> more, to, more to follow from uh, Star Wars games here in the games right now, but let's move on, just for the sake of... Uh, this turning into a Star Wars. Maybe we'll start a Star Wars podcast, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's none of those around, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, lastly, boys, GPU shipments are over the last quarter are the lowest they've been in 10 years, according to uh, this article, which is mind-blowing, but not surprising to me because I walked through Best Buy the other day and there were literally piles of 4080s just stacked up, like not even behind the counter to where you needed to like ask someone to have one they were just like buy the computer stuff i was like oh how how much were they because i might need to go to best buy uh, i want to say they were like somewhere around a grand 800 900 or something okay. like that yeah 
But yeah, man, what are your thoughts, guys? The crypto mining thing is over, and now uh, these things are a dime a dozen. Yeah, I mean it's understandable, right? Like, so the first off, the forty, the forty series graphics cards are still hugely overpriced, um, as shown by the market, the free market not buying them. I was, I'm a big Nvidia fan, but geez, I'm thinking about if I were to get this uh, generation of graphics cards, I might go with uh, AMD, but uh, just for the price. But th this is like the perfect. It's like the perfect. Uh, it's synonymous with everything that's been happening with the pandemic. Like the pandemic made everything crazy and everybody got crazy about everything. And now people are getting fired from tech jobs because the tech job uh, sector just couldn't sustain, couldn't sustain that. And then the GPU market is the exact same way. Like, I don't know. I don't, and I think a lot of people are kind of sore at NVIDIA too for what yeah. they're doing. It's humanity, whether it's, <laughs> Humanity as a whole, it, this drove me crazy about the Air Force too with like pilot shortages. Our inability to not hyperbolize every problem, like do this sine wave thing, like we go all the way up and then, oh, we have way too many people, yeah. cut them all, furlough, furlough. Oh, we don't have enough pilots, we have massive pilot shortage, higher, higher. Humanity does that with everything and COVID showed that there's no way that we can't we will there's zero chance humanity survives a zombie apocalypse because of how hyperbolic we become about these things so <laughs> I, I agree we're all with morons. you yeah we really yeah. like yeah. this toilet paper thing is the perfect fucking example of why <laughs> oh my god why we will not survive the zombie apocalypse i black that out of my brain that's yeah. just the most i did i actually <laughs> forgot about that too dude well it's like the stock market too it's like everybody Everybody like tries to ride the wave, wave up, and then ends up selling low. Everybody just buys high and sells low, and just like diamond know, hands, baby. Idiots. You know what I mean? Diamond hands. <laughs> I got my GameStop stonks. All right. Well, if you're in the market for GPUs, there's plenty to be had. The prices are still up there, but you'd probably be able to find some on eBay or something starting to fall, maybe used. But all right, gents, let's get into the games radar for the week. You didn't hear it, but it was a festive Christmas song. Nice. <laughs> All right. We're, Speaking we're of games radar, so fast. if you are excited about all game announcements like if you get off on these things like i remember always being out on the lookout for e3 announcements and all kinds of stuff tomorrow's the night really the biggest one of 2022 at least since we didn't have e3 but the game awards are tomorrow night at 8 p.m eastern and uh the oscars of video games there you go <laughs> and uh one more game podcast may at least one member of omg podcast is going to be live streaming on this channel tomorrow during that and just kind of live reacting to some of that if you want to check that out. We'll also post it on our YouTube account at uh, youtube.com slash at OMG podcast. You can check that out, see our reactions, and uh, join us as we talk about the upcoming video games. Do you guys check these out last year? No. Oh, no. Okay. It was a lot of product placement advertising, So I'm, and they got a ton of flack for it, so I'm wondering if they're going to kind of back off on that but i f i feel like in my opinion it's better to just watch the highlights yeah of these things um yeah. so you're not going to be joining me tomorrow 
No, if it's at 8 p.m. Eastern, that's six my time. I'm yeah. down. Okay. I got, I got an early brief, but that's it. So I'm I'm down to hop on and chat about things. I'm more Sweet. interested in like the Razzies of this, you know, like yeah. the worst games. Yeah. yeah. Those are worst always game worth. Dude, what I what I did like about this, I looked at the nomination categories and games for impact was uh, one of the categories. And uh, I was like, I don't, I don't know what that means, but I think I know what it means. And at least they have the self-awareness to know that they shouldn't be like the Oscars where the, you know how like the best, mo- best, best picture category nowadays is just like some trash that nobody's ever seen, but the actors feel self-important by oh, like, yeah. voting for <laughs> the mermaid sex scene movie or whatever, or the fish <laughs> sex scene movie. Oh, that's What was so that? Weird. The Shape of Water? Yeah. yeah. So they do have a category for that for like most impact on society, which, which is, which is cool with me, but like at least they have a separate category for best game. Yeah. I was, I was laughing today because I was looking at like the player voted category. Like you can see who's, what game is currently winning, like the people's choice and Uh Elden ring is losing to uh, Sonic frontiers and some other <laughs> ridiculous choice. I was like, "What? Dude, what?" I did see uh, strays on the yeah. uh, game of the year uh, list, which is just bullocks. That Absurd. just means that just means that people that are putting that out there did not actually play the whole thing. Yeah. Oh gosh. Freaking, the The internet likes cats. We should probably nominate this game. Mm. Stupid. All right, so getting into the actual games radar. First up on the docket, coming out uh, tomorrow, 8 December, for PC only, it's going to be a little game called Necro Bouncer. And Necro Bouncer looks pretty cool. Looks kind of like your uh, pixelated bullet hell type game, indie style. But, that uh, is enter the gungeon without bullets. Right. That's exactly what that is. Uh, it's described as a roguelike hack and slash about a necromancer who works as a bouncer, you guessed it, in the best dungeon club. In Necrobouncer, players fight through winding corridors, clearing room after room of miserable and not-so enemies to eventually clash in an epic battle with a hardcore boss. But yeah, it looks kind of uh, entertaining. Thought we'd bring it to your attention i never played enter the gungeon but it reminds me like similar ish graphic styles as far as uh cult of the lamb yeah i mean even the way this guy dives is like yeah the dodge roll and enter the gungeon gungeon. like exactly oh really (laughs) and so i mean if they're stealing that mech exactly then it's probably gonna be fun because that game is awesome yeah that game's a lot of fun like that Okay. Uh, if you're Craig a fi- ghost said Mortuary's assistant didn't make game of the year. Yeah, not I'm the surprised. game of the year category. Maybe there's the most societal impact though. I don't know. Mo- yeah, most uh, most serial yeah, killers created category. Right. <laughs> or most serial killers satiated. How about that? Uh, cool, cool. If you're a Final Fantasy fan, Final Fantasy Seven. I don't the, the way they've been naming these things is kind of driving me crazy, but it's called Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion comes out December thirteenth for all platforms. 
This is uh, the continuation of the remake for Final Fantasy VII with uh, modern graphics and all that kind of stuff. But that game, in its original sense, was a masterpiece. So if you have never had a chance to play them, it's a great opportunity for you to check those out. And that uh, next section comes out on the 13th. Did you? I don't, we haven't never really talked about Final Fantasy besides the MMO with Swift and I. Are you guys versed in the Final Fantasy realm at all? Nope. I have not no fucking really. clue what the most current Final Fantasy is, but I'm pretty sure it's like 18, right? No, 16 is in development right now. Copy. Don't don't have any idea. Never played one. <laughs> I couldn't even picture it if you. So Swift, all the time we were playing Final Fantasy 14, all that stuff, none of it you like recognized, none of the music or anything. Honestly, not really, dude. The, I'll tell. I'll say the only Final Fantasy game, and I call it game in quotations, that I've ever played is Kingdom Hearts, because it's the same kind of style. No, there's a, some of the Final, characters are Final from Fantasy. Final Fantasy in there. Yeah. So Zerisk in the chat is very disappointed in us. Yeah, <laughs> he's a Final Fantasier. So but he no, says the Final overall. Fantasy remake is different from the original. Yeah, so I think there's some timeline. Like, it's actually not a remake, necessarily. Like, it's a reimagining, if you will. Um, but, yeah. Some of the biggest video game, like, drama slash, uh, like, deaths, character deaths and stuff come from that universe, and you guys are missing out. Yeah, I don't know. There's too many now to catch up, so. No, dude, I got a secret tool where you can try them all, but I'll talk <laughs> yeah. about that here in a little bit. All right, let's uh, get into the next one. Swift, what can you tell me about Neon White? All right, so Neon White, PlayStation. PlayStation only, 13 December. <laughs> Neon White is a lightning-fast first-person action game with exterminating demons in heaven about exterminating demons in heaven boom so i was talking about this game with uh buttered toast earlier and we described we were trying to figure out how to describe this game and it's it's mirror's edge meets super hot that's exactly Ooh. like yeah so I get into that. pickle mats in it looks really really cool the art style is crazy looking it's definitely a high Japanese influenced like art style at least with like the uh, dialogue and stuff oh, this looks awesome but yeah the game itself and especially as you start getting into like fighting the demons and whatnot well there's more <laughs> it looks and it's like uh, add uh, what's that Ghostwire Tokyo in there too that's cool Oh, cool. Uh, giant this has been on Steam since June, and it's got overwhelmingly positive reviews, so it seems like this would be a good one to scoop up. Yeah, it has a high, high reviews on Steam. It has an 8 from IGN. Like, this thing is uh, definitely something that you should... Oh, that comes out on the 13th. Or what? Every... Nope, just PlayStation. Just PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's been out on other this on... But you can check it's it on out. Steam on sale for 20 bucks. I might have to scoop that up. See if it's on Steam Deck. Ooh, Steam Deck verified, baby. Oh, let's go. Boom. Yeah, this would probably be a boom. great Steam Deck game, to be honest. 
man, if I had more time in my life, I would play the shit out of that. Yeah, this looks fun. You know what? This needs to be put into VR. Oh, dude. That'd be dope. Well, there you have it. Neon white. Okay, okay. All right, we were we alluded to it earlier, but there's been a leak about Star Wars Jedi Survivor. If you're not sure what that is, that is the follow-up to the much highly praised, what was it, Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah. Yep. If you still don't know what we're talking about, the red-headed Jedi guy game that came out from EA a while back that was That's really, fun. really fun. Uh, and it's the first time I ever remember playing a Star Wars game where, like, I could wield a lightsaber and do exactly how I wanted to wield a lightsaber, like deflect bullets and uh, just chop people up and all that kind of stuff. Really cool. So that leak has indicated that that game will be out on March 15th of 2023. You guys both played Fallen Order, right? Beat it? Oh, yeah. I did play it and beat it while we were deployed in Afghanistan. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good game. It's fun. I'm excited. So fun. I think they're going to be, I, uh, I think there'll be a lot more to this next one when it comes to like things you can do. Cause it was a little bit light on like side questing and they had like the customization of lightsaber stuff. I think they're going to go like full EA on this and we'll see how that goes. But I think Disney wants to support this too. I think they decided it was canon. So I think they're trying to expand this out into their universe too, outside the video game too. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think one of the droids model of the droids appeared in one of the other shows from that game. Yeah. I can't remember. But you can buy that Lego as well, his little droid. <laughs> nice. So I've been, I've been eyeballing yeah. that one for Christmas. But cool, cool. Hey, side note, uh, Neon White is nominated for Best Indie on the Game Awards there. Same with Colts of the Lamb and Tunic. Boom. Oh, dude. I, I, best indie game? Tunic needs to be in the but, conversation but for best Stray, game. Stray is also on there, so I bet that shit yeah. wins. Dude, we talked about this last Cat week. Nerds. Tunic is not going to win best game over Elden Ring or God of War. If I'm no, no, voting... Best indie game. If, indie no, game Tunic is, is the best I know, game but of the year. Uh, the stroke said he needs it needs to be Considering on one game. man built that game, it is the best game. All right, moving on. If you're excited about a game coming out, erroneous, erroneous on all counts. <laughs> uh, you know, let us know what games you're excited about. What What are you uh, looking forward to hearing about in the Game Awards? Or uh, if you want to, you know, send us a little message before the Game Awards come out, and uh, we'll we'd love to chat with you at omg underscore podcast gg on Twitter or Instagram. Leave us a follow and uh, let it. It'll, we'll get you all the news that you need about video games. Or you can email us at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. Game recommendations, things we miss, things you like about the show. People that you don't like on the show, we're always looking for those uh, those suggestions. Yep. All right. And uh, Swift Mida is about to drop the Discord link. You can also join us and game with us anytime you want. Uh, on the One More Game Discord, there's always someone in there playing something. We get into Overwatch, Destiny... Uh, Heroes of the Storm, all kinds of video games, and we'd love to have you join us. One more game at Discord. You're listening to the One More Game podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita.
I'm Pickle Man! Speaking of that Discord, sometimes in there you'll find Pickle Matt posting daily his sweet, sweet pickles. It's the holidays, Matt, and uh, we're looking for some some sweet deals to get under the tree before uh, before those expire. Is there anything left out there that we can snatch up that you found? Dude, I was looking around. So, Craig the Ghost, thanks, thanks, man. Shout out to you. Tw uh, Tunic is twenty percent off right now, so he scooped that up uh, based on your recommendation. So maybe you grab that. But I was looking around for some deals, and man, if you miss Black Friday and Cyber Monday week, then I don't know what to tell you because it all looks like trash now based on the sales I was seeing. Uh, like, dude, Best Buy's having their twelve days of gaming sale. And they had Call of Duty Vanguard for 30 bucks. It's just like <laughs> a game God. that literally no one is playing. <laughs> yeah. <Nice>. God. <laughs> so I don't got much for you this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, be on the lookout for the deals you missed, I guess, on Cyber Monday. Sorry. Terrible, terrible content by me, but you know, oh, sometimes right. it'd be like that. There's you only also, so much you can do, you know? Those sweet pickles is where you'll hear first news about uh, giveaways coming out from One More Game Podcast. So stay tuned for that because we may be having one for the holiday season. Oh. All right, gents. Speaking of the holidays, let's jump into it. The major topic of the week, holiday gaming nostalgia. Let's just get our, P our Christmas morning PJs on. Let's wait till our parents wake up with excited, bated breath, and uh, let's get in there. Is there a sound bite playing? Yeah, I don't know if that was the one I wanted. Yeah. Here, let's do this one instead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool. All right, guys. I want to hear your most memorable gaming thing you ever found under the Christmas tree. Pickle Matt, lead us off. Nintendo 64. Oh, baby. This is the one that like went viral kind of in, in as much as you can go viral yeah. back then. How did we go viral? Nintendo 64. America's there was Funniest no, Home there was Videos. No viral. Yeah, yeah, there, it, was yeah there was. It was America's yeah. Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, yeah valid. <laughs> Nintendo 64. And the the little the little uh, sister is just like cheering because she sees the brother cheering. She doesn't give a shit about the game system. <laughs> she don't know. Can you pull up that video? Yeah, <laughs> I maybe I find it, dude. That was that was pretty close to us. It was it was in there. Here, I'm gonna send a link on the Twitch. It's on there now. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. Dude, so we, we got the Nintendo 64, and we were about like those two kids uh, when we got it, but I have no memories further, of, like where it was in our old house, but I do remember where it was in our new house, like three years after it came out. Very nice. Yeah, I, uh, that same Christmas, it must have been for me and my sister. I mean, God, we're the same age. That kid probably is doing a podcast somewhere in the world right now, talking about video games, just like me. Yeah. His yeah. sister's stoked, but she has no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Dude, that, that came with Mario Kart 64, right? I think that was the, the 
game it came uh, with? It, it was either Mario Kart or maybe it was Mario 64. Or I can't remember. Super Mario 64. That's yeah. the one that I got. All I remember is we played we played Mario Kart for like six weeks straight and just didn't <laughs> like that's all we did besides school. I think. Nice. I don't. Bl- awesome. I don't blame you. Mine was very very similar. My I think Nana F sixteen is in the chat. Uh, anyways, um, so we have a tradition in my family this guy out of the chat where. Uh, <laughs> On Christmas Eve, we're allowed to open one present early as like a, here, open this and we go do, to bed. We like, do the same thing okay. the night before. And oh, I, nice. I just don't think my parents were like in the know as to how the video games worked enough to where I grabbed a small thing and I opened it and it was the memory card for the Nintendo 64, you know, that plugged into the bottom. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't have Oh, and my my parents can start seeing my the gears turning in my head, and uh. they're like trying to snatch it from me, and I'm like, oh no, we're getting that Nintendo 64 tomorrow, and uh, yeah, so I didn't sleep an ounce of uh, sleep that night, but yeah, that's the coolest. Oh, so you did? You still? You had just had the memory card that whole night? Yeah, I just slept with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. Nice, Zerisk. Thanks for the sub, man. What a guy. Zerisk, I don't care what they say about you. You're a great guy. Good. Sorry good about guy. the Final Fantasy's comment. <laughs> uh, Swift, what about you, man? Christmas morning. You got the flannel PJs on. You walk down. What is it? Oh, yeah. Dude, well, I was going to say the Nintendo 64 because I think I've told this story before. We were at, like skiing in a ski lodge, and I came down. And not only was there a Nintendo 64, but there were Hot Wheels tracks set up across the kitchen. And that was awesome. But because you guys have both brought up Nintendo 64, I will say PS2, I think, was my favorite. Yes. Yes. Because when we lived in Alaska, my parents told me numerous weeks in advance, I asked for one. They were like, no, it's sold out. And apparently they knew somebody at Sears. Oh, old Sears. And so (laughs) when I walked downstairs on Christmas morning, a PS2 was in a package. And I was so stoked, obviously. Yeah, they lied to you, as the parents do around the holidays. Yeah, they're tricking me. (laughs) Uh, Pickle Matt knows the the lies that we, we go through. (laughs) <laughs> I'm starting to have a conscience about it, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll avoid talking about it in case little ears are listening. But uh. no, yeah. So my three-year-old does. How, when do they grasp the concept of getting rewarded for nothing? Uh, that is in Christmas time. Uh, I don't know. Right now, they think they have to be good. That's the lie okay, that we've said. So them. my. My my son has no clue yet, so we can't like do any kind of threats or anything. So oh man, I know. I need to. I need to get that. I need to teach him fast. Yeah, it's it's coercion at its worst. I don't know. Also, no wonder if people the, have so many I'm, issues with their parents <laughs> later in life. I've, I've dropped the f bomb like three times. So if there's any little ears watching, then Santa's not real. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> <Dear> God. <laughs> and All right. Yourself. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. Let's uh, see. Oh, another cool tradition Jen and I had. This is a more recent gaming memory, but uh, Overwatch for Christmas every year, we used to buy each other. This was when they had loot boxes. We used to buy each other $50 or 50 loot boxes, and we'd open them together on Christmas. This was before children, obviously. Oh. But. I remember wow. hanging out with her in Osan in her Osan apartment, and Christmas morning we just opened loot boxes on uh, Xbox. <laughs> oh my god! But that was way more fun than what we got going now. I don't even know what I don't give a crap about their stuff now. What a f- kind of fashion forward way to do Christmas. You yeah. Know? Welcome to the future, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I gave my wife. I'm giving my wife an NFT for Christmas. I don't know what that is. <laughs> all right cool cool well here's what something that i th- i thought was kind of funny because nowadays with the digital age right like we know what games are coming out well in advance shit we don't even need to like wait for them to be under our tree our kids are not going to have that same feeling right like it's all just going to be immediately downloaded whenever they whenever it gets released but uh, how did we even know when games were coming out, what was going to be available for the holidays when a console got released? Like, uh, whether if it wasn't on a commercial on TV, what ways do you guys remember, like, trying to figure out what games you were going to get excited about? Going to Blockbuster? Just word of mouth for me. Right. Yeah. Like, my buddies had a good game, and okay, well, I guess I need that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how I found out about Star Fox 64. Is like I went over to my friend's house, neighbor's house, and there he was playing it. And I was like, "Holy shit, we gotta get this! Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get this! This is, this the, is next level polygons right here." Do a barrel roll, <laughs> dude. The other way was magazines. Like, remember male magazines, uh, not male models, but male order magazines. <laughs> male model magazines. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Never got some of those. Sorry, dude. No, like the. JC Penny catalog had toys in it and like the Sears catalog holiday book or whatever. Yeah. Zarisk in the chat says G4. Yeah, that was one of them. G4. Yeah. I, I feel like once you ordered a a magazine for gaming, you got all the all the extra spam mail that we get these days as far <laughs> yeah. as like all the other gaming things. So then you got little hints and tips and tricks for all the other uh, games that you wanted. Oh, God, I remember, like, towards the end of, I think, October, maybe November, you're waiting for that October issue so that you can start, like, thinking about what you wanted to t- ask your parents for for Christmas. That's how long it would take for, like, this yep. whole process to start. Uh, kind of crazy. Dude, yeah. you know what's weird? Since we're on the um, nostalgic part of Christmas and gaming, you remember our Nintendo 60, open up our Nintendo 64, all you did was plug it in, you slapped a cartridge in there, and then oh. you were you were racing within thirty seconds, probably. Of like, oh no, you forgot something, dude. Oh yeah, you're blowing that uh, cartridge. No, but the <laughs> uh. <laughs> thank you, Zarisk, in the chat. Do we need to talk about this? Because no, the listeners can go over to Twitch if they want to find out. Yeah. All right. (laughs) 
No, but you would go from opening the Nintendo 64 to like racing a Mario Kart on the track in like 45 seconds. But nowadays, dude, if, if I were to give uh, my son like a PlayStation 5, he would have to wait three hours to update everything first. You know, update, you update set controller. up an account, all this stuff. Update requires restart. Your controller is not charged. That's just COD, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, what I did see on the internet, though, like on a, I think it was the PlayStation Reddit, was this dad, he bought his son a PlayStation 5 last year, and he pulled it out of the box, hooked it all up, installed all the updates, opened the games, and put them in and installed them, and then uh, re-put them in the, uh, in the containers there, put the PlayStation, wrapped it back up like it wasn't opened, and then he, like, shrink-wrapped the actual games themselves again. Oh my so, goodness. So like the kid was like off to the races. As that soon as dad is on an, on another dad. That level. is a whole new level. That That's dad understands wild. though. That's really <laughs> that cool. Gets, your son has to be like the correct age for him to even appreciate. That, that, did that, that dad is a gamer. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Oh yeah. He probably wanted to play it as soon as it got opened as well. Yeah. He did that. So like, yeah, get out of the way, son. It was for I'm him. Playing. It was for him. <laughs> They're like he's like, Dad, it says I already have six hours played on God of War. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Santa had to do something. Yeah. I also remember walking through Walmart and kind of being like, here's all the games I'm never gonna have because my parents won't give me more than one. Yeah. Well, here's a cool email. I don't we have an email from a uh, a listener who has chosen to remain anonymous. We'll call him Anonymous. Uh, it is a long email, but it's very good. So I will uh, do my best to kind of get through it for you. But it's uh, it's awesome. So let me paint a picture for you. As a young boy, I was a monster fan of Nintendo. I spent hundreds of hours playing SNES and N64 uh, in my life. I clung to any piece of information I could get about the Japanese publisher, and I absorbed it only to relay it to debate, or only to relay it for debate to my like-minded friends at school. Uh, I had my N64 for years at this point and was constantly following uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly or Nintendo Power for any hint as a release for their next console, which at that time they were calling the Dolphin. Uh, code word Dolphin. Uh, my friends and I called it Nintendo 128, which is uh, the logical step. If you're a Nintendo, that's never going to happen. If you're Xbox, that would never happen. Um, but uh, <laughs> it was going to be the GOAT gaming machine and would dominate the next and upcoming console war. Nintendo truly had an unstoppable aura in this era. Sony was still trying to find its footing. Microsoft hadn't released their Xbox yet. They were sticking to PC stuff. Sega was struggling in the 32-bit type stuff, and Nintendo was coming off of its third-generation console, which was, which were individually legends as well as collectively. The SNES... NES and N64. I was a fanboy of all of them and couldn't wait for the next gen. All right, we keep we keep going. Stick with me here, folks. The GameCube was announced on October 24, 2000, and it released on November 20, or 18, 2001. I didn't know how I was going to afford one as a 12-year-old, so I decided to sell myself on the street. Just kidding. But I knew I had two kidneys and only <laughs> needed one. <laughs> I never anticipated <laughs> supply being short and not being able to find one, period. I looked at every store I went to leading up to Christmas and couldn't find one anywhere. Always sold out, no matter what. And I always felt, 
I was always left longingly staring at the accessories uh, for a seemingly phantom console. This was before the internet was a driving force uh, of economics with Craigslist and eBay and whatnot. My parents swore that they could not find one. I completely and totally believe them because that's what kids do. <laughs> they trust their parents. Uh, and I had experienced the inability to even see one in person, so why would they be lying about it? Uh, all that <laughs> changed on Christmas morning, 2001. I was lucky enough, uh, my parents found a GameCube for me and was able to, they were able to afford it. They claimed it was the last one at some bizarre, no one, <laughs> some, some bizarre no-name electronics store locally and asked an employee if they had one and they had one left. Uh, and they were not expecting to receive any other shipments that day. Under my three, oh, under my tree that year was the console. Smash Brothers Melee, Pikmin, and Star Wars Rogue Squadron, which, by the way, is the game that made me want to become Ooh. a pilot. Uh, let's see. I spent 12 hours a day playing these three games and honestly goes down as one of my greatest gaming memories ever. My father never let me play games on my big TV in the living room. That space was always his reserved for sports and whatnot. But on Christmas day, 2001, the big TV and surround sound system was mine to game on. And we quite literally gamed all day and night. He was most interested in Star Wars Rogue Squadron and we played that for a while until I wanted to try the other games and he let me do that. I never considered Pikmin, but I ended up playing this game more than either of the other two by a long shot. It was unique, very Japanese, and very GameCube. The next gen had arrived, and 100 moving characters on screen at once was absolutely mind-blowing at the time. Star Wars Squadrons and Melee were incredible in their own right, and those games definitely got uh, the time that they deserved. But Pikmin, of all things, holds a special place in my heart as does GameCube for the solid day of nonstop Christmas gaming. It was an awesome story, and that's exactly that. how some of my memories are on the, on Christmas Day. Dude, that was... And again, we talked about the PS2 that I got. Yeah, that was cool. But seriously, one of my first gaming memories was the N64, and my sister and I just played Mario 64 all day we were on a ski slope right in massanutten and my parents were like do you guys want to go ski and i was like no i have an nope. n64 now i gotta find help this baby penguin down this mountain yeah i don't need yeah. a ski slope i got a virtual one that's right very nice yeah ever since i think n64 christmas day kind of became at least while i was a kid synonymous with like getting a game or console and then playing all day pretty much enjoying it with my family like in the living room uh so i guess i was lucky enough to have a some parents who were like into that sort of thing but uh yeah man christmas uh for me definitely very very closely tied to gaming but uh yeah, yeah my, th my thanks for the email anonymous never, my parents never played but they did give me the gift of gaming yeah and i will never forget Thanks, Swift that parents. first Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Dude, there, there was a Christmas uh, a few years ago when I was in Japan. My uh, sister-in-law came out to Japan, which was really cool of her. But uh, actually, my brother-in-law is in the chat, too, I'm pretty sure, and my cousin-in-law, which is really funny. But when uh, she came out 
my wife and her made tamales all day and I was just sitting on my ass playing The Last of Us the entire day <laughs> while they made tamales on Christmas Day. And it was so amazing because at the end of the day, I had almost beaten the game and I had a bunch of tamales. And then you got to eat tamales, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And, and they did not care because they were having fun. Love that. Swift, I know that I know you also enjoyed this for many, many years. I don't, maybe you still do, but uh, one of my favorite things as I got kind of older, and especially was in the Air Force, I wasn't always with my family, is logging into World of Warcraft on Christmas Day and going and opening my fake presents that World of Warcraft would give you. <laughs> oh, it was like yeah. Also, a very special feeling because you'd be like your other guildmates would be on there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they do a great job. They do. With all the holidays. They do, they do. We've talked about it. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. There's a little nostalgia for you. We won't go too much uh, into it, but uh, we're looking forward to the holidays, spending it with our kids and our family, and uh, gaming will be involved in some form or the other. Uh, What does the Christmas list look like for you guys this year? Swift? Gaming-wise, anything? uh, If you've got to pick one, what do you you want to snatch up? If we want, if we're talking about IRL gaming, I, um, I can't remember if I talked about this last week, but I got a uh, putter fit. Uh, so golf, yeah, that's gonna be my IRL gaming life. What'd um, you get? Because a PXG nice. custom fit putter. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that there's anything this year. I think I may just ask for money to pre-order harry potter oh okay because that's like that's literally one of the most that i'm looking forward to that was that february are we talking february delay it yeah i think they might have delayed 23 february i believe okay unless they delayed it um which i haven't seen and i would be very upset about but um other than that gaming to me is gonna look like me sitting in my parents basement still um, while the family's hanging out and playing Call of Duty or whatever it happens to be with the boys. Also, I, I told uh, the stroke this earlier, but I uh, am going on three weeks of leave starting next Friday. So I'm literally going to be filming slash recording the podcast from my parents' basement for about two solid weeks and then we go to Mexico and I'll record from there. Um, but I We're will going be international. moving around. That's right. And he'll be recording live in Espanol. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I as well will also be out and about over the, not next week, but the week after I'll be heading to spend Christmas in Disney world. So I'll be trying to record as well on the road. So uh, maybe Pickle Matt is going to be uh, running the lead when it comes to the, the Twitch stuff. <laughs> totally talked about this ahead of time. Uh, anyways. He hasn't <laughs> seen my stream. <laughs> uh, cool, cool. Gents, anything else to talk about about the holiday? Oh, we didn't talk about your Christmas list, Pickle Matt. What do you got? All right. I got a, a Breville Barista. Exp- oh, dude. So t- today's my birthday. Um, What'd classic you get? December birthday growing up, dude. Yeah, you don't combined get shit. with the old Christmas. My uh, son Isaac was born right around Christmas as well, so we're gonna pull that shit too. 
what goes around comes around. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. Um, I got a uh, Breville Barista Express. It's a espresso machine and milk frother. So if uh, anybody has any tips on how to make the best espresso, I'm all yours. I, I think we have one of those. Shannon makes one every morning. I have the Ooh. exact same one uh, upstairs right now. Okay, you guys all have to, Shannon and then uh, you, Stroke, need to teach me. Yeah. Um, but there's it'll, that. And it'll then, make you a coffee snob, so good luck. I know. <laughs> Dude, we've been slowly snobbing our way up. We used we like started with the, with like Nespresso. Folgers, Garbo. Yeah, and then we went to like Keurig, and then now we're at Nespresso and a pour-over coffee system, and I just finally said, let's let's just be real annoying and uh, get good coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so th- I got that. And then uh, on my list, maybe a Blackstone griddle. Have you guys seen those? Mm-mm. No. It's just a, it's a grill. It's like a propane grill, but it's a flat top. So it's like a giant hibachi grill, if you will. Um, oh, I bet you could cook the hell out of some fried rice on that thing. Dude, go go look at Blackstone grill and look at customer pictures or just like what people do with it. And it's just like, giant hibachi meals and like 15 pancakes all at once meal prep's <laughs> like, never been easier yeah it's so cool people like they'll like make an entire breakfast all at once it's it's pretty sweet that's awesome huh. um so i might might dive into that as far as gaming goes i just need time to play man like i think i've played a total of five hours of god of war and oh, so i think i played one and a half hours of gaming total in the last two weeks. So, um, you, you baby, get back in there, you know, I'll get up some flows. There. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a lot easier once you have that second. <laughs> 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 uh, you're going to have to, Here you're going to go through a two year low gate. Just, just embrace the steam deck just for a while. A hiatus two year yeah. hiatus from gaming. That's what basically I, I had for a while. But I might anyways. have to scoop up. Maybe I'll put neon white on my Christmas list so I can play it on the Steam Deck. And there you go. In the hospital, as my wife is giving birth, I'll be gaming. Hey, can you pause it? Oh, sorry, babe. It's a live game. It's uh, online. Yeah. Hold, hold on one sec. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm in the market for a new camera. I think is the only real thing on my list. Uh, gaming wise, uh, I want Soccer Story. The game we talked about a couple uh, weeks yeah. ago, Swift. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, Destiny expansion, maybe. I don't think I pre-ordered that one yet. But yeah, that's it for me. Mm-hmm. Chat, let us know. What do you want in your stocking? Because yeah. we might be able to make that happen if you tune in to some episodes here in the next couple weeks. All right, team. Let's get into what we played this week. I wish I could fade that out. All right. I'm going to lead us off because I had a wacky, wailing, inflatable, flailing arm week of gaming. All right. First up. Don't, don't shout me out. Tunic. Uh, my vote for game of the year so far. It just hits all the right things for the stroke style of gaming. Uh, I was telling Swift the other day, but I was playing and literally opened a treasure chest that I have walked by probably 150 times because it was so well hidden. Um, 
but I'm on the final boss, what I would expect to be the final boss. It is the hardest boss fight I've ever had in any video game to include Elden Ring. I tried about 50-something times, finally beat her, only to have her do the classic video game final boss phase two power-up mode and just beat my ass. And I was like, okay, so I'm done. I give up. It's like me against Margit back yeah. in the day. Ugh, I don't 50 know, man. Times. It, it's so hard to get through that phase without using up all your stuff that you're going to need for the second phase. I'm just going to have to get good is the only way. Just put it to bed, sleep on it. You'll you'll beat it the next morning every time, so to all speak. Right. All right, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> uh, Jen and I continue our run in Hearthstone Battlegrounds trying to get the highest rating, uh, and we've hit a wall. I We both hate the meta. We actually hate the game, but we continue to play it. Um, and uh, yeah, it is the worst. This- you guys don't know a lot about it, but... Every single time you lose, you lose to a very specific combination of murlocs with poison on them, and it's feels it's bad. Like, fuck, it's murky from here. Is it's murky? You're dying to murky. Oh, tight, tight, It has that same frustration feeling. Yeah. Didn't this all start because of the move? You guys started like getting into Hearthstone more. Yeah, just it's an easy game to play on an iPad. Poisoned you. Well, yeah, I'm tired of getting poisoned. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, I played a little bit of God of War, just kind of progressing the story a little bit. Uh, I got to a lull, and now I'm... I don't know. I can't really talk about it because you guys are well behind me. But, yeah, I everything I said earlier still stands. I think uh, old man Kratos, they're really pushing the point home that he's an old man, and I don't think he's going to make it through this game but we'll see i did fire up destiny 2 for the new season played a little bit of the uh the prologue and kind of figured out what the the grind is going to look like with that there is a really exciting fun uh exotic weapon that they give you at the start of the season it's an smg and when you charge it up you charge it by doing damage to things while you're on the ground once it's fully charged if you shoot something while you're in the air it makes you anti-gravity as long as you're doing damage so you can basically fly as long as you're doing damage with this gun that's Uh, awesome and it's very entertaining so they needed something to kind of freshen up the gameplay and that that's a good one and then holy crap i went down a rabbit hole when it comes to uh emulation on the steam deck which i talked about in a previous episode but uh yeah i'll leave a link in the description for the podcast and uh there's a whole video that shows you how to make your steam deck a emulating mad machine do you have like epic games on there now and all that you can put epic games on there you can put battle net on there i haven't tried that yet but theoretically you could put world of warcraft on your steam deck Swift, if you could figure out how to map the buttons, but uh, yeah, yeah. I played Pokemon Red because I own it, uh, and I also own a Game Boy. Uh, but I have, I think, five badges now uh, because you can fast forward 
like speed up time on the emulator. Oh, love that. So you can just mash through the game super fast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, this thing is uh, very, very cool. I mean, just the fact that I can fire up another game which I own from a console that I own, uh, Zelda That's Wind right. Waker on the Steam Deck is pretty freaking awesome. So... If you're ever looking to get into some old games, uh, and even by old, I mean like any console that's not the most current console, uh, get yourself a Steam Deck and follow this link that I can uh, send you. But I also think I'm going to dive deep into the Final Fantasy series starting from one because I owe it to myself as a gamer to do that. But that's it. That's my gaming week. Swift. Yeah, um, I'll lead off with, we have a gamer chat amongst the kind of core group of our Discord. Uh, people have been gaming together for years now. Um, and I got to be honest, I have the itch for Warzone again. So we Calling need to get the crew in units. there. And we need to get the crew in there. Slow paced game, slower paced game, I should say. Uh, just got to figure out the looting and and uh, I think we could be pretty lethal in there, you know. Yeah, I think our uh, our our gameplay style is lends itself to this game. Yeah. Um. Cool, but other than that, I played a bunch of what I'm calling Pokemon Scarlet. Oh, lit lit like yeah. the. Gen Z people call it, you know, the young, the youngins, um, really enjoying the, the game. It's very entertaining. The open world concept, I haven't truly gotten into it, but, um, I have done a bunch of the early game stuff. Um, and it is so fun. I love being back battling Pokemon. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't get much better than that. I will say there are a few bugs that I've noticed. Um, so camera issues right off the bat when you're in your house. Oh, there's multiple times where you, where you like run past the camera and the camera just stays. And then all of a sudden like snaps back to your body. And it's like, okay, well that's, that's super annoying. Um, initially I couldn't run. And I don't know if this was just like a mechanism of the game. But I couldn't, I had to walk to a certain place right off the bat. Like halfway there, I get in a Pokemon battle and then I could run. So I don't, again, I don't know, you and I, the stroke will have to talk about if that's a, a common theme when you get Violet. But hmm. um, I was a little perturbed by that, having a like slow walk across this. 2.5 mile path <laughs> like it's really good get those steps in dude yeah <laughs> um but honestly those are the only bugs I, I like i guess um i did notice a bug and again i don't know if it's what i'm doing wrong or something else but i got to the school 
which is the big like premise of this game. You go to school essentially. Uh, no spoilers, but like Pokemon school, or yeah, just like normal school, a, po- a Pokemon school where you learn how to be a trainer. Mm. Um, and there were there's a few places you can like fast travel to in the school, and everywhere you haven't visited at least according to me, based on playing video games my entire life, has an exclamation mark where, like, you have to explore this area a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. But I've explored that entire place multiple times, and it still has the exclamation mark. And so I can't really figure out how to get out of there. But overall, solid experience so far. Nice, dude. That's exciting. I'm I'm excited. So the open world feels good. It does. You kind of just get to wander around. And a lot of the things that you have to do to progress, you just have to kind of wander around and find trainers to battle or hmm. you have to go eat some certain food somewhere. Like it's I think they do a, a pretty good job of it overall. Have you messed with the, any of the online stuff? I have not. No, I've been off- offline the entire time. Yeah. I'm curious to see what we could do if we partnered up. Yeah. All right. What else? Anything? That was it. I All literally right. only played Pokemon this week. <laughs> nice. Well, last last week had gave me the itch and I stuck with it. Just like the old days, dude. Pokemon on your Game Boy for always. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, cool. Pickle Matt, I know you said you didn't get much time. Did you get anything in? <laughs> On the show notes, it says, I'm Pickle Matt, dash, rip. <laughs> rip. That was from previous uh, previous episodes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it still qualifies. Uh, no, I played two hours of Warzone, and it was one of those nights where it was just like, you look back on it, and you're just like, I just, the little gaming time I had this week, I just wasted it all on frustration <laughs> and let down. Uh, it just wasn't going well, and there was somebody was really judgy in my squad, and I didn't like that because I'm not very good because I'm not I don't play very often. I got self conscious, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Get that KD up though, for real, dude. It's not good right now. That's for sure. <laughs> I can only go up. I assume. All right. Well, we'll get in there as we always promise. We'll play together as a OMG podcast triumvirate and be triumphant okay that's it we're gonna leave you with one final around the room christmas gaming uh recommendations swift what do you got for these folks um honestly it doesn't really have anything to do with gaming but i am replacing currently our um What's the thing called at the bottom of the sink? Garbage disposal? Yeah, I'm replacing one of those. And I unplugged one of the hoses today and almost vomited. So (laughs) if you can afford it, pay somebody to do it because it's horrifying. It's the most disgusting activity a human being can do. Oh, it's so brutal. No way. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Never watch Dirty Jobs. That's all I got for you. Brutal. Jeez. 
I got one for you. It also has nothing to do with gaming, but uh, if your five-year-old ever tells you he's sick and he thinks he's going to throw up and he's already standing next to the kitchen sink, don't pick him up and try to run him to the nearest bathroom because <laughs> projectile vomited everywhere in the kitchen and all over my feet. Uh, I mean, that's what would happen to you if you tried to do something like that. Uh, yeah, dude, we had a sick child last week and it was... That's no fun. Exorcist style, dude. And Jen's like, <laughs> not on the carpet. Leave it. Just leave him in the kitchen. Just let him on the tile floor. And I'm like picking him up, trying to, in my mind, I'm like, we have to get to the toilet. I pass <laughs> up a perfectly good kitchen sink and walk over some throw rugs and it's all over everything. That's why same, <laughs> same thing with being a pilot. Never pass up a good piece Time. of concrete. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. All right. Did you out. guys did you guys end up getting sick? We didn't. I don't know how, but everyone else around the uh in our friends groups were all getting sick with their kids, so I don't know. Yeah, when when you have kids as soon as as soon as the like one of them gets sick, it's just like, well, here's the inevitability. I accept my fate and I will be throwing up or have diarrhea in approximately 2 days. Yeah. <laughs> Every That's single rough. time. Ugh. Cool, cool. Uh, oh, for for the around the room. Yep. What do you got? Uh, parents out there, don't don't be afraid to let your kids play some video games. Because honestly, I don't. Besides, like the lava lamp I got when I was like seven, I don't remember a whole lot of other gifts. I'm sure they were great. So thank you, mom and dad, if you're listening. But um, a lot of the memories I have are from playing like Mario Party with my with my brother and sister, or my friends down the street, or various other things so um it's a social thing too and um as much as this world is not social anymore uh maybe maybe just unplug the internet cable and buy some uh, co-op games and have have fun with the family do that do that this christmas and if you want to have a really good time jackbox party pack or if you want somebody to die from murder overcooked and overcooked, overcooked. too <laughs> Nice. I have been noticing there's a lot more um, board games coming out that are co-op. We've gotten a couple that we yeah. play with the kids. Uh, those yeah. are kind of fun. So Pandemic, right? Yeah. Did you ever play Pandemic? Yeah, that's a good one. I bought that in 2019. Weird. Yeah, we play this one with the kids. It's like you're trying to get these dinosaurs off this island that's building a volcano, and you're working together to figure... It's like a memory-matching game, so, you know, kid... It's a kid thing, but... It's, it's like a, a an escape room. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. The satisfaction you feel by winning a cooperative board game is not near the satisfaction you feel from absolutely bankrupting everybody in Monopoly and then having them throw their pieces. Oh, well, looks like, uh, you know, you're going to have to sell some stuff. You're going to have to mortgage <laughs> those things. And uh, also, you can give me things in real life if you want to pay for this uh, boardwalk spot. Yeah. You have to right. uh, mortgage that. <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks for joining us tonight in the chat and uh, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. We're uh, happy to uh, bring you gaming news and we'll continue to hopefully do so as the holidays progress. But uh, if we can't, you know, that's just how it goes. Uh, if you are listening abroad and you'd like to catch us live like we talked about earlier or chat with us while we talk about video games, you can reach us and watch us on twitch.tv slash podcasts. Uh, on Wednesday at 9 Central. And keep your eye out on the uh, the One More Game Discord 
Sweet Pickles for announcements about giveaways coming up here over the next few weeks for the holidays. From your favorite gaming podcasters, Swift Mida, The Stroke, and I'm Pickle Matt. You can also find us at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter and Instagram. Leave us a follow, a like, and drop us a line. I also stream uh, a couple times a week at twitch.tv slash the underscore underscore stroke, as well as that same handle on Twitter and Instagram. Swift's over there at twitch.tv slash swiftmeda, and Pickle Matt streams at twitch.tv slash I'm Pickle Matt, and there he is, cheering 20 bits in the chat. What a hero. You can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com, or anywhere else you might find those podcasts. And before we go, we'll leave you with one final gamer thought. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming. Game on, gamers. Happy holidays, and we'll see you on the next episode of One More Game. Swift, Pickle Matt, see ya. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMG Podcast GG and on Twitter at OMG underscore Podcast GG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game podcast.